Robot. We have another guest on here, as we always do. Matt, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Matt. Um, I do webcomics and commissions. <laughs> I work uh, on uh, Aegis Omega as the webcomic I work on. Uh, what's the comic? Aegis Omega. What's it about? Uh, it's about a guy who was just an average kind of trying to fit in high school student and ends up Becoming a crime lord in Brazil. Wow. Um, yeah. How did you come up with that idea? Um. Well, it was my kernel of an idea, and I work with a writer on the actual uh, story. So I was like, "Let's do this kind of thing," and he was like, "Cool, I'm going to write like a crazy thing," and he ended up doing that. So it's about a guy who shapeshifts into different animals and ends up abusing that power to uh, overthrow all of the crime syndicates in Brazil. Cool. Um, how long have you been working on this? Uh, it feels kind of like forever. <laughs> uh, it's It was on a pretty long hiatus, and now it's kind of just starting back up. Um, we started it in, I think, early 2012. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of just getting getting it started again. And put it on a hiatus because the uh, we were trying to send it to a couple of publishers and that just didn't pan out because I had never actually send anything to them. <laughs> um, now, uh, let's go back farther. Um, what? Sure. Uh, what? First off, uh, what got you interested in uh, drawing or artwork in general? Um, Dragon Ball. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, when I was, uh, I think I was like six, I had a, a friend whose dad worked in the localization for uh, Funimation. Mm-hmm. And they, his big sister would always draw the Dragon Ball characters. To me, it looked like flawlessly. Um, and then I made her teach me how to do it. And I've just been kind of doing it ever since. Did you end up going to school for it, or, um... No, not at all. Not at all? <laughs> just been... It's completely draw, draw, draw until I got better at it. <laughs> uh, do you, uh, uh, are you more digital, or, um, is it, uh, oh, what's the term? Uh, it's, it's not natural, or... Traditional? Tra traditional, that's it. Um, at the beginning of uh, when I was starting with Aegis Omega, it was 100% uh, traditional. Mm -hmm. Like, I had, like, the drafting board and, like, imported special paper and everything. Uh, now it's just 100% digital. I don't even have sketchbooks. I carry around, like, a little Surface Pro that I doodle on. Oh, nice. Uh, what kind of uh, um, system do you use to draw to draw on? Uh, well, the tablet I use is a Cintiq 22HD, mm -hmm. and the computer is a custom-built computer. Um, 
I made it mainly because I wanted to be able to play games and do work on the exact same machine at the same time. <laughs> okay, I can totally see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, how would you describe your art style? I mean, I know Dragon Ball Z got you interested, but um, do you draw anime style, or how would you describe your artwork now? Um, a lot of people would describe it as like an anime manga type deal um i think it's more like a like it well it used to definitely be 100 like super weebo <laughs> like fan art art style looking but like now it's more uh kind of like a western style with a lot of anime influence like it's it's more of like a it's slightly more western looking than something like the what the like legend of korra style oh yeah 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 um, like I put a lot more uh, detail in, in on the faces than than you would in a traditional like anime type deal. Do you tend to focus more on the on um, the people or uh, the background? Uh, I don't think I choose a favorite there. I think I obsess over both equally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, now you said you also do commissions. Yes. Uh, when did you start taking commissions, or how did you get into this commission business? Um, well, a couple of my friends were just like, I want to draw, I want you to draw me a thing. And I'm like, give me money. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was kind of how it started, and then it just, um, I started posting some of that stuff online, and then I started getting emails asking if I could do, um, work for certain people for their... So most of the time it's just, like, draw my D&D character or, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally it's draw some crazy illustration of my characters sitting on a... My characters being their characters, sitting on, a like, a porch, like, hanging out, doing stuff. I think it's... it's. Anyway, I think I digress. <laughs> I, got into, I got into it... Um, be, uh, I think around 2014, like mid 2014, is when I started doing it sort of professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's become kind of a serious side hustle since then. Um, do you use a website or email, or is it just word of mouth? Um, well, I usually just pass around my art station page, uh, same one that I sent you uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh. I just kind of you know show people that, and I'm like um, that my email is attached to that. Then you can just shoot me off an email and be like, "Hey, I want this thing," and then I can work with you and figure out how much that uh, would cost and how long it would take, and so on and so forth. So you already had your all this artwork before you started taking commissions. Uh, most of that is just me uh, doing random stuff. A couple of the things on the art station page are um, actual commissions. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, okay, I, I'm basically just like, it, it's my way of like nodding. And, oh, okay. <laughs> the, um, so the, the one with the, the two like little kid looking characters, mm-hmm. uh, they're like standing on like a floating wood thing. Uh, that was a commission. Okay. Um, now, if uh, do you just do this um, on your off time then, or uh, uh, or is it just 
like uh, how when how do you make the time to draw or when do you make the time to draw? Uh, I don't sleep <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, so I, I you know I go to my normal day job, which is fixing stuff, and then when I come home, it's pretty much sit around for like an hour and wind down, and then I come into the the home office area and sit down until usually about what time is it usually it's usually about three or four in the morning around my time Mm -hmm. and then i go pass out and then i wake up and do the same thing again (laughs) uh do you take enjoyment in uh in that or you oh for sure yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't torture myself if i didn't (laughs) <laughs> if I didn't find that as enjoyable as I do. That's good. I know. Actually, it's funny. I know a lot of artists who have that same exact schedule. And yeah. they, oh yeah, like they'll go to their day job, they'll come home, and they'll just work on whatever creative pro- project they have till like three or four in the morning, like you said, pass out, and then wake up and do the same thing. And they love it. Like, it's like, yeah. um, just to be able to have that time to work on uh, whatever makes them happy. Um, now, uh, do you, are, are now all of your artwork commissions, or uh, is it half for fun or most for fun? Uh, a lot of it is commissions, um, but most of it is me trying to do Aegis um, Omega. Mm-hmm. Uh, on time. <laughs> right now, I only have the time to do one page a month because of all of the commissions that I'm trying to do um, to help supplement income. Um, but I set a goal for this month and try to do two pages. So I've been kind of dying a little bit. Um, I think I forgot the question. <laughs> no, no, no. That actually explains. You answered it perfectly. Actually, um, I was going to ask, uh, you work with a writer um, yes. on the comic. How does uh, that work out? Like, do you meet with him or per? Or... Well, he's actually in Europe. Oh. Um, <laughs> he's from Portugal, um, and I think now he lives in the UK. He, he moves around a lot. He's uh, His day job is game development. Um, but what he'll do is he'll write a script um, in like a movie script type format mm-hmm. and the only reason why he does that is because that's the only kind of script that I know how to read but if you do like a traditional comic book script it doesn't make sense to me um, but he writes those, sends them to me and then um, I'll do like a big bulk amount of drafts like the super rough draft, doodly looking versions of the comic pages, and then he'll tell me whether or not they look good, whether or not he wants something to be changed, and then if I get the thumbs up, then I go ahead and I finish it. Do you do the same thing with his stories? Like, do you, uh, like will he send it to you and you'll say, I think it should be more like this? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> sometimes there's a little bit of a language gap and we discuss changing a few things. Um... Like, some of the terminology that's used sometimes doesn't always fit. So we work on that. We've changed a couple of things that have changed the story completely. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that ended up changing the entire course of the comic. Like originally it was going to end after chapter two, which was when like the whole um, setup from chapter one was completed. Like there didn't need to be more stuff, but we were like, let's, let's see where he goes from all of the things that he did at the end of chapter two, because he ends up uh, killing a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, well, that makes sense. I mean, has it grown in popularity or is it, um, uh, how, how do you determine what your, uh, reader count is or do you care about that? Um, I, I care about it a little bit just because of, you know, I'm an egotistic artist, artist person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I check numbers on Topastic and stuff like that. Um, it used to be on mangamagazine.net back when that was a thing, and before or then after that, it was a it was Ink Blazers. Um, then that site got shut down by its parent company. Um, oh. Around when it was in there, it was a featured series, so we got we had like two thousand something like regular return readers. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had to move to Topastic because they exploded. Um, and we've got about that same amount of people that came back so they were able to find it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that kind of hurt it a little bit. <laughs> but the... Um, I, I like knowing that, that people enjoy it and looking at the number kind of makes me feel like more people just... Uh, are having fun, fun reading it, seeing where this character does, what this character does, his weird stuff with, what weird adventures he goes on. <laughs> uh, how did you know, with working with the writer, how did you come up with like the design for the characters? Did you, like, did you guys um, have a long meeting about it, or is it just the same process as it is now? So he wrote a description of what the character should look like in the script. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I completely ignored that. And then I just drew them once on a page, and then that's just what they looked like. <laughs> and it was like, like no planning. <laughs> he's like, great, fantastic. Yeah, pretty much. He's just like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's close enough. The, um, the only one that I think I did any actual, like, sit down and design this character with the main character. Um, the rest of them just kind of happened on the page. Okay. I see. Okay. I can see that. Um, would you now, is this something you want to get into professionally or is it? Yeah, what, for sure. Uh, what, go, what goals would you, uh, do you have with this? Um, well, right now, I just kind of want to um, start producing more pages mm-hmm. uh, for more people to, you know, for the story to get out there faster so it's less waiting, more enjoying. <laughs> um, and then once I get to a point where I feel like I can co- comfortably produce um, one to two pages a week, um, at least get back to that point, because I used to do, like, four pages a week. 
uh, when it first started. But uh, once I get back to that point, um, I want to go back and redraw the first chapter because it's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I wanted to try to flip the pages because right now they read like a, a manga does. Mm-hmm. At least reach from the right to the left. Um, to flip them and then send them to like some printers to see if they would print it and put it on store shelves. That'd be kind of cool. But the main goal now is just to get out more pages so that more people can have fun with it. You said you tried to publish it? I would like to eventually, yeah. I'd like to get it on on store shelves. Kind of like what... uh, What's his last name? I think his last name's Lewis. Um, Corey Lewis, do you know who that is? No, that eludes me. Um, he's sort of a he's small uh, indie artist. Um, he does a comic for Image called Sun Bakery. I think it was a webcomic at first. Okay. Um, and then he went and retooled some of the art and then sent it off to them and then they printed it. So that's something that I would lo- I would like to look into and that's also something that um, Tugo has expressed interest in. That's the whole reason why we had the hiatus in the first place was so that I could do fresh pages for that. Um, and then those pages just never got finished because I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what, let's just go back to doing the webcomic because that's... People were already reading that, and they were having fun with that, so we'll just let them uh, continue doing that. Uh, what goals do you have with your artwork in general? Um, well, when I like look at what I want to be able to do in the future, it's always like the um, crazy like concept art-looking art that's like flawlessly painted or... Um, has flawless lines, kind of like, um, for example, people like Frank Frazetta or Ken Jengi, like I aspire to be as good as they are. So it's set my goal bar a little bit high, <laughs> but that's where I would uh, I would shoot to be as far as um, skill level. For um, project level, I just kind of want to get. Uh, my my project goals are to get this comic out and then put out um, one of my um, baby stories that I've been kind of holding on to for a while. Do you want to? Uh, do you mind if I ask what it's about? The my baby story. Yes. Oh yeah, sure. Um, it's about a race of uh, subhuman people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they've got like animal features and stuff like that um, that are just kind of like living their lives doing you know like one of them is like a gorilla dude who uh, does tech support <laughs> one of them is a goblin guy who works in the server room and um, does IT, IT work for a gang <laughs> Um, that's how he fuels his, um, drug habits. He does their, uh, does their IT work and they give him free hookups. And, um, the main, the, that's like the, the main, um, 
idea of the story is to just follow the the lives and be kind of like a slice of life thing with these weird um, abnormal characters and like how they're um, how being what they are affects their lives. But there's also like political subplots and um, some dark stuff that happens to some of the characters that uh, I don't know if it's appropriate to talk about because it's that dark. <laughs> That's okay. Um, do, you, is it, uh, do you have a rough draft of it or um, have any artwork to go with it yet? Or uh, uh, is it still like in the... Art? Yeah, I've got some of the characters uh, drawn things. Nice. I've got some of the characters um, illustrated and stuff like that. I've got a little bit of the story planned out um, as far as, like, you know, timelines and stuff like that. Um, I don't quite have it in the, like, comic stage yet because I haven't finished the script. Um, I'm a super slow writer, <laughs> so that'll it'll be a while before um, that one probably comes out because right now the primary focus is Aegis uh, Omega, but eventually, that one will come out. Um, it's mainly, you know, supposed to... Event, um, what do you call it? The My baby story is mainly about humanity and how you don't have to be technically human to um, express the... Uh, what do you call it? My brain's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't find the word, but it's like to be to be human is not to be human. I guess is like you don't have to be human to be human. If that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. I actually kind of like those themes in like um, in sci-fi and all that. Anyway, actually, your uh, your story or your baby story sounds like something I would definitely want to read someday. So I look forward to when it comes out. Cool. Awesome. Um, I actually, you actually. Uh, ended much quicker than um, the 30 minutes, and that's fine, actually. I have had a lot of um, people on here who are more clear-cut and are like, yeah, this is this is what's going down. And it's like, great. <laughs> so um, I we can wrap up then. Um, first off, cool. uh, first off uh, where can we find you? Um, a bunch of places. Uh, my handle is digistylo, pretty much everywhere. Um I have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash digistylo. Um, it's D-I-G-I-S-T-Y-L-O. Um, same handle for Twitter. Um, if you want to read my webcomic, you can pretty much just type Aegis Omega into Google. It'll, it's, it pops up like a bunch of different times. Just look for the Tapastic link. And then, uh, do you have any advice for, um, artists out there who would be interested in starting up a comic? Um, draw and then when you think that you've drawn enough draw eight times more what you already drew <laughs> and then draw more and then <laughs> more and then keep going until your hand falls off <laughs> and draw from life but that's obvious <laughs> awesome well thank you very much I really appreciate you being on the show thanks for the opportunity <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network you can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com. <laughs>